Breaking Bad universe. To Walter White, Jesse Pinkman, Kim Wexler, Mike Ehrmantraut, and most importantly of all, Saul Goodman. Here with a fitting tribute, correspondent Will Laughlin from New Mexico. So you need to cue up MIA, the bad girls do it well, thunk, 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 thunk. <laughs> um, just make sure that's playing in the background. I'm reporting live from the scene. There is carnage everywhere. I don't know. There's a man with a vacuum, but it doesn't seem right. Everything's wrong. I don't think you understand. You're not reporting from within the Breaking Bad universe. It's more of an NPR thing. Perhaps you're uh, interviewing Peter Gould and Vince Gilligan on set. Uh, maybe you're talking to. We didn't workshop this before. Bob Odenkirk. Afterward, you know, you're asking him. Bob Odenkirk follows freaky fit feet pics or something on Twitter. What? Yeah, he he's he's a shrimper allegedly. A shrimper? Yeah. Is that what they call people that are into feet? It's toe suckers. Why is it called a shrimper? The toes think, of the shrimp. Think of what a toe looks like all curled up. Hmm. Okay. Shrimps. All right. Well, think about that the next time you order like a, a shrimp cocktail. You just go, ooh, feet. On Matt and Shane's secret podcast, they call the dump you take after a night of drinking a shrimp basket. And if you think about it, what? and you've ever had one, you'll know exactly what that means. That doesn't make any sense to me. But Okay, well, just you know, think it over. Next time you've had a rough morning, take a look inside the toilet bowl, past the filthy bidet, and what you'll find is a shrimp basket. I hose down the bidet, thank you so much. Okay, all right. You don't have to get defensive about the bidet. I will defend. I did see someone walking on the street carrying their little tushy in a box. Carrying the portable one, the water bottle no, like that the they bu- glorify no, as the, a bidet. Don't talk about my, my <laughs> accessories that way. No, like the box for the actual attachment. I was like, you don't want to put that in a bag. Well, I'm happy that people are going public with it. I think Americans need to embrace this. It needs to be everywhere. I you don't know, know what to tell you. I, I'm as critical of a neoliberal ad campaign as the next man. The bidet, it's good for society. Americans need to adopt it. Yeah. We've discussed it ad nauseum, but mm-hmm. hey, that's just the truth. I don't know why. Like, I've said it many times. I'll say it again. You people without bidets, you're animals. Heathens. 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 Barbarians. With dirty holes. That's correct. Dirty hole barbarians. Mm-hmm. Ugh. I why mean, do you think Caesar went up into Gaul and had to conquer it? There was too many dirty holes up there, and we can't have that. Oh, okay. We need to have the pederasty down here in Rome. And you have to have a clean hole. That's right. Duh. You know little boys aren't doing a good job, and you need to correct for that. I mean, plus those togas were all white. You can't have them all stained. I was re-listening to Dan Carlin's uh, Hardcore History, entitled The Celtic Holocaust, about uh, Caesar's conquest of Gaul. And you know, we're going there. the NRA? What? What? I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, You know, we're going to that location now. Mm-hmm. That's part of the reason I wanted to listen to it. I was like, this will be fascinating. I don't usually care so much about the ancient history stuff. Mm-hmm. I know a little bit about it, but I'm more of a World Wars guy, as we all know. No. Yeah. But so Shocking. I thought, hey, you know, this is cool. I haven't revisited this episode in a while. We're going to this region. It'll be nice to know. And I learned where uh-huh. the name Belgium comes from. The fries? <laughs> no, those are called Freedom Fries. We changed the name in 2003. Have some respect. No, that's different. Oh. Frites are different. No, I don't, I don't think so. Mm. I think we took it away from them because they're surrender monkeys. Okay, so th- where does Belgium come from? <laughs> I, can't, uh, I can't knock the French while I try to learn their language. It's going very bad. That's badly. true. I better watch it. Yeah. Who knows? Now that we have a fan in London, maybe the Parisians are listening in and they don't like it so much. The making fun of them. 
I mean, the Parisians don't do social media. It's August. They're not doing anything. Mm, that's true. Anyway, the yeah. name Belgium, uh-huh. it comes from the Belgae, who were a Gallic tribe uh-huh. that inhabited the region around Belgium mm-hmm. during the time of Caesar. And that was the farthest extent of these Gallic wars Okay, at the time. Uh-huh. So they were they were out there on the fringes. They were more similar to Vikings. Oh, than you would think, you know, yeah, like the Germans and the Bell guy, they get all mixed up. No one's quite sure whether they're Celtic in heritage or Germanic in heritage. Maybe a little bit of both. And they were right out there on the periphery. But Caesar went out there and he said, fuck you. Well, we've had enough of your shit. So we're going to kill all of you. Oh, unless you start paying taxes. Oh, and they said, fuck that. We don't want to pay taxes. And he said, fuck you. Hmm. You think this river is any protection? I'll build a bridge over it. I'll come and kill you all. For most of you. And then I'll destroy the bridge. All within the span of a couple days. Just to send a message. Huh. Don't think you're safe over here. He really built a bridge in like a day? Yeah. I mean... Define the... bridge. Like you just gotta... No, no. I mean, we're talking about the River Rhine here. I'm I'm, uh-huh. mi- I'm mixing yeah. up my story a little bit for the for yeah, the service of yeah. carrying this forward. Because okay. he was talking about crossing the River Rhine into Germany. Mm. Yeah, that's the a bell bigger, guy that's were a little one. A little yeah. bit farther away. But this whole thing is about his conquest on his way up there. The Rhine was a huge river, right? Uh-huh. And so all these uh, barbarian tribes, they thought they were safe across the river because historically they were. Amongst each other, a large river, well, hard to traverse, you know? You could try to go all the way around it and maybe have some skirmishes. Yeah, you're going to get like leprosy and die on the Oregon Trail. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Somebody's going to trade a bunch of bullets for an ox. Stupid. And now you're in trouble. Idiot. You know, you need a wagon wheel, actually. But they didn't have that. Mm. And that's the whole point here is that the uh, Roman logistics were the whole uh, decisive factor in all these campaigns. Because really think about that. Back th- back in those days, the technological advantage wasn't really very great, right? Everybody's fighting with hand-to-hand weapons. Sure, cent- centurions have different uh, tactical knowledge than like a barbarian tribe, but right. basically you're on equal footing. The whole thing was, hey, can you feed your huge armies? Can oh. you move your huge armies? So this show of force right. of building a bridge very quickly uh-huh. with his Roman engineers was a huge thing. He had tribes surrendering him, surrendering to him just for having built the bridge. They saw that. They saw They're a bridge like, get nope. built in three days, and they were like, we can't do that. This is fucked. We're done. Well, That's like seeing the drones coming, you know? And they're like, our jihad's over. Let's hang it up, boys. We've had enough. I don't think that's how that goes, but okay. Well, that's not how it goes these days. Now they burn you in a cage. Excuse me, what? <laughs> if you're a Jordanian pilot. We've been over this. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, you know, I, I feel like I've grown as a person because I've graduated from actually watching these gory videos to now following YouTube channels that simply describe them. Oh. Because I've, I'm an adult now and I feel, feel too sensitive to watch them. Oh, you're, you're a sensey boy now? I'm sensitive enough uh-huh. um, that I descri- uh, uh, subscribe to a channel called Depraved Humanity. That is a British man who uh, he puts up the little, you know, the Yuletide so like, log that you see. He just describes a- two girls, one cup to people? Uh, well, I mean, he does describe that video of the guy that got the jar stuck in his ass oh. and it broke. Oof. Or uh, infamous Mr. Hands, the man that was fucked to death by a horse. He does cover silly things. You're going to have to back up. <laughs> you don't know about Mr. Hands? Excuse me? Wow. This episode is this is a hot cast right now. We're <laughs> off to a great start. Excuse me, You've what? never heard of Mr. Hands? No. I forget the guy's real name, but there's a, a famous internet video from about 20 years ago uh, where a guy, willingly, he, he's, a, he's, a, he's a gay man. 
Uh-huh. And he's also a bestiophile. And he gets down and dirty with a horse. A um, probably. Yeah. Not sure. Mm. But so the horse mounts him, and you know, the horse is excited. This guy's really excited, Mr. Hands. He's excited. And then the uh, horse enters him, and you hear an, oh, 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 no. And uh, you can't really stop a horse from pounding at that point. I mean, the things weigh like 1,300 pounds, so um, his insides were mush, completely obliterated. Yeah. But I hope it was good for a second. No fucking, no, I mean, this is what, pe- I mean, this is why, like, people enjoy fisting, but I, I don't get it. I go, no, 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 Well, no, that's no. a slower and gentler process, typically. It's not a horse. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think you can work your way up to the horse, perhaps, but mm, the horse so. is not controllable, you know? This is animal nature. At least a human, you know, fist, which is basically, let's be frank, that's horse cock sized. You get in up to the elbow, and you're talking about a equivalent thing there. But... Mm. At least, you know, there's lube involved. You go slow. The horse the horse doesn't care. Of course, the horse is rearranging the guts anyway. Mm-hmm. And also puncturing them, I'm sure. Oh, uh, absolutely. Oof. Yeah. I think he died by internal bleeding. I mean... No shit. Yeah. So that's Mr. Hands. And anyway, this British guy, he just describes things like this. Okay. okay. And I used to watch things okay. like this, but now I'm, I've grown. I don't do that anymore. So I listen I to the British guy describe it. I feel it. like it's worse to have these things describe to you because then you you have to do the mental work of imagining what is going on and that's a slipperier slope it's the louis ck joke of every time you say the n-word you're just making me say it in my head (sighs) which is a truth that's a frankly insightful (sighs) anyway it's late at night wow wow you know wow we're kicking it off (laughs) hard and fast this says i'm so did that horse (laughs) um Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't know what you thought you wanted to talk about, but I've already exhausted it. Oh Better boy. Call Saul, Gallic Wars, and Mr. Hands. I, as far as I'm concerned, this episode's over. It's late. We oh, could stop it here. You're like, call it a day. I mean, ha- speaking of hands, have you seen the like um, Italian-American gape flag? What? I'll pull it up. You can describe it to the listener, so then you, they can paint it in their head. Um, sorry phone doesn't recognize me. you know as a roman myself i really don't like uh italian american and gape in the same sentence oh you know what i actually like it here G- give me that so i can describe it to the listener so what what i'm looking at here is an american flag we're looking at a typical suburban ranch you know you might see it's a cottage style home yeah okay it's uh, not a ranch well it's too small it's one story yeah you know small yard and you might see a flagpole out front of one of these, right? But you're, we're not talking about an independent flagpole that's in the middle of the yard going vertical. No. This is off of, like, one of the columns on the porch. We're talking about one sticking horizontally off the porch. And it seems to be a regular American flag, but with two hands uh, splitting the difference, as it were. Opening the middle, there's a trump loy rip in the flag, in the American flag. And out comes the Italian flag. I would call that goatseeing the flag that's into correct. it. That's why, you know... It's very much... It looks like a Jamian painting. In fact, I think you should send this to her. If she hasn't already made a version of this, that's a guaranteed forty grand for her. Can I make it? Just airbrush it and be like, you know, be selling some knockoff JJVs on the side? You like, should, yeah. I, I, go, I bought this from her at an undergrad auction. Can I flip it? Sure. Oh, man, yeah. I mean, I'm sure you could get her in on this scam if you were like, "Hey, Jamie, and I made a fake painting of yours. Will you sign it? I'll give you ten percent." I think she'd like, think it was she'd be funny. like, "I don't have to make it. Great, fucking love it. Mm-hmm. Drop it off at uh, JTT. Yep, I'll be like, sick. 
I saw a post the other day that was a fraudulent scheme. Uh huh. It was posted at an Ivy League university, and it said, "Hey, fake tutor for sale. Have your parents pay you." And the whole scam was that you would pretend you needed tutoring in a class that you were already acing. Oh. So you would go to your rich parents and say, I need help in chemistry. Turns out you're secretly really good at chemistry. Uh-huh. You do all the work and do the normal classwork that you would normally do, but you pretend you're being tutored. The this tutor is, amazing. is given Just takes a, cut. a sum and then takes a small cut and gives the rest back to you. Honestly, that's some genius level shit. It was really smart. That's 4D chess in the real world. The person advertised themselves as a business school graduate and former member of Goldman Sachs. Yeah, that sounds Lover right. of money and yeah. lover of schemes. They love schemes. And I was like, either this is someone having a goof, in which or case... Or a genius. Still very funny. You're, yeah. you're writing... Your imagination is quite good. You know, speaking of Better Call Saul, this reminds me of like a crime show episode, right? Right. Where yeah. there's some like convoluted scheme, but like it's actually really it's genius. Really, yeah, it's pretty good. That yeah. was pretty good to me. Yeah. And, and if anybody goes through with that, I mean, hey, More all the better on them. Great. Damn. Yeah. I mean... You can't unlock that trust fund. Oh, until yeah. you're well in your 26 yeah, yeah. so I mean, you might get, as well get some of it now knock 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 on that door early shit yeah i mean hmm that's what i mean but that's like the succession level of like why do you have to scheme to get money from your like you know like mm. well because man it's really true i think amongst these uh rich folk and i'm not talking about the secret rich here we give a lot of shit to the upper middle class but i'm talking about the no, actual this is rich. the flagrant yeah i think that they have to politic a lot yeah for the money and about the money well, have you ever seen the reels of, you know, this idiotic French guy trying to beg his dad for money? Watch how you talk about the French. We just discussed this. Uh, the, the level, Tread carefully. The level of rich is not, that's almost like gauche. It's almost un-French. Mm, okay. You know? That's true. Because when, when the dad is wearing, you know, Ralph Lauren, I'm like, what kind of fucking Frenchy are you? Well, that's all of them. Wearing, you know, that's every wearing European. Wearing Ralph Lauren? Ugh. Mm. No. Would never. Mm, okay. Gauche. A logo on a shirt? Nonetheless, I take your point. Trash? I, I think the French have a populist history, given there's several different revolutions. Yeah, they got a couple. They alternate the yeah. between we love the people and we love the king. Right. But there's no love for the finance people. They don't love their aristocracy. We do right? not enjoy the bourgeois. No, that's bourgeoisie. Correct. That's you know. right. Um, so this kid like melts down and he's like, Papa, you don't understand. I am in Greece. I'm in Mykonos and I need $10,000. There are beautiful models. And he just hangs up on him. <laughs> the dad hangs up yeah. on the kid. Yeah, of course. The dad has an ashtray. There's always a cig in it. And he's just like this stupid fucking child of mine. <laughs> no. And the, like the good kids who are like actually hanging out. Good kids, you know, profiting for internet clout over this are just like what, like recording it going, idiot. I feel like given the location and everything, what that dad's really lamenting is he's like, son, don't say that you're gay. If you need the $10,000, I'll Mi- give it to you. No, Mykonos has, this. that's where straights go. Oh, really? Where Where do the gays go? Ibiza. That's a different well, part of the Well, that's Spain. Yeah. I thought there was a specific island in, in Greece. Mykonos is... That was home of the men. But that's just... Because they have Lesbos already. We know that. Well, when you inhabit the spirit of there, Lesbos, yeah. nobody can go there. And straight men can't go there either. They'll kill you with their large sets of keys. Wow. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, no, uh, it's very um to um The whole thing is just, it's um to um time, you know? 
So like that's not necessarily very like specific. That's true. Before a certain age, that's just basic. Yeah. Especially in Europe, that's just trashy. It's just trash. Yeah. yeah. They're just like we love loud parties and Greek white wine. Yeah, bottle service. Mm. I, I don't know why they're German, but um, yeah. Um, to, um, to I think the Germans German, are yeah. more like going to Thailand. The Germans and the Brits, they're getting into some dark things. They're not going to Greece to have fun. That's the Spanish, the Italians, and the French over there. I don't That's know. That's the Western Europeans. The Germans are not going to Thailand. It's just, have you seen you know British people in heat? They don't do well. No, they love going there, though. I'm telling you. There's a documentary on Amazon called Lady Boys, and okay. almost all of the patrons of the Lady Boys are British or German. Just throwing that out there. Well, the Germans love kink, so that's their problem. That's what I'm saying. You know, they're they're going to Ukraine, but now that's been taken away from them. No, so they have to go to Southeast Asia. I thought they would just go to like climactically a little different than they would prefer. I thought, oh, if they're poor, they just go to like the coast of Croatia now. I think Americans go there now. Oh, I think everybody goes there now. Really? Yeah, because it's secret, beautiful, and pretty cheap. Yeah, you know the the former Yugoslavia. That's also a haven for sex tourism. I'm not denying really. Um, absolutely. All of Eastern Europe. Really. Yeah, for sure. Hmm. My people. Yeah. Such horse. Um, hmm. Well, you're Slovenian. And right? a little Yugo. Well, I mean, that was part of Yugoslavia. Oh, it was? Yeah, oh. of course. I don't fucking know. Slovenia, Croatia, a bunch of other countries. Basically, the entire Balkans. But you guys were kind of crammed in between Austria, Hungary, and then Yugoslavia. You you never had any respect. No. They got a lot of... You were of the Henny Youngman <laughs> of Eastern Europe. Rodney Dangerfield. Oh, I'm sorry. I get them confused. They're just the same old coots. Got no respect in the afterlife. Jesus Christ. Mm, well. um, I don't know. There's My a wife, lot of take li- her, please. Oh boy. There's a lot of um, saunas in 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 the old world. They do a lot of sauna stuff. I think that's Scandinavia. No, no. This was. They had these like tables where it's like it's sh- it's like a waterfall shower and you just lay on the slab and it just hoses you down. Okay. It's like almost a banya, but not really. Hmm. And I'm like, huh, intrigue. How did you learn this? I don't know. My grandparents went, you know, one year and they're like, shit's wild. Oh, wow. They were telling you about their nude adventures. They were telling their... Well, they took a picture of the interior and they're like, this is crazy. <laughs> and I'm like, uh... Did they okay. show it to you on a slide projector? No. Did you have a carousel moment where your grandparents were recounting their sex tourism with like <laughs> certain parts redacted? No. Thank God. Uh, they're like, oops, oh, that slide slipped in there and you see a little Mr. Hands. <sighs> no. 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 Thank God. Okay. I, uh, yeah. I hope not. Maybe I, <laughs> I wonder how much I memory hole, but who knows? You know, yeah. I don't think I don't think that uh, that happened. All right. Well, um, you never know what happens between uh, scratch offs in the pickup truck, and <laughs> that's a, that's a different <laughs> different different side of the family. Oh, Fully, okay, very okay. no no no. Well, that's the thing. I mean, that's the thing about you. You got the you got the dregs of Europe completely covered. You <sighs> got the Scotch Scotch Irish over there, and then the. And then the whatever Austro-Hungarian Baltic peoples, yeah. Balkan rather, the Baltic Avenue peoples. Either way, you're not on the main drag. You know what I mean? No, if we're talking no. about if we're talking about Europe, if it's the strip, you got Mandalay Bay down at the end. That's Portugal and Spain. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that you works. You know, yeah. you're 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 working your way up. Like, you know, maybe the Bellagio is obviously Italy. Yeah. Uh huh. You get to Circus Circus. That's Germany. Mm-hmm. You know. The wind, maybe that's France. There's a lot of pretensions, yeah. You know, over there, the the MGM Grand you're talking about, England. like England. That's true. Yeah. That's true. 
Lions. But, you know, some, somewhere near the chapel with Elvis where drug addicts are getting married. Well. We have Slovenia. Aren't there like... It's the budget model just off the strip. Well, they, well, they when they went to Vegas in my youth, they stayed at the Luxor. We stayed at the Luxor, too. Yeah, I was like, oh. So well, you're just carrying on the grand the tradition. The grand tradition of staying at... I was like, I, I really wanted to buy them. Like, they came back with mugs with their name on them in uh, hieroglyphics. Mm. And I was like, because that was when it was new. That's right. It was well, brand new when they stayed there. And I was like, what the fuck? We talked about this the other night. New Vegas, yeah. I think, is a phenomenon that people aren't that aren't familiar with the place or are younger than 35 don't really remember. Right. But in the 90s, when all that stuff was built, Bellagio being the original, the Luxor was right on the heels of that. Same with Mandalay Bay. I'll Mandalay, uh, I thought... No, I thought the Bellagio was after Luxor. Luxor was like still campy, and then Bellagio was like, we can be camp at luxury. I don't believe that's true because I remember when the Luxor was being built. Okay. Not from when I lived there, but from visiting no, there. However, there. the Bellagio was done by this time. Oh. Huh. Um, but did it have the fountains? Oh, of course. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. I mean, I'm telling you, like, I, in in a technical sense, I would say like the MGM Grand might be the actual transition moment. I think that's because that was built sometime in the seventies or eighties, and that was the first really huge casino on the Strip. I'm looking this up, but I believe they t- I believe the Bellagio was finished in 1997. I'm going to call that out right now, and I think the Luxor was probably 99, somewhere thereabouts. Uh, Two years in either direction. Hold on. How 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 would one find? Because now it's just like booking, and I'm like, look, looks are open. Opening date. Um, October fifteenth, nineteen ninety three. Luxor. Yes. Really. That's why I'm saying I think it's it amazing. Was, okay. And, oh yeah, Bellagio was in nineteen ninety eight. Nineteen ninety eight. So Bellagio M- came after Luxor. Yeah. Interesting. Saying, yeah. Okay. MGM Grand. Uh, Opened after Luxor. So they opened around the same time, both in 1993, which makes sense. I think they went in like 90. No way. Okay. Five or something like that. Um, I e- had no idea. Excalibur was 1990. Still kind of trash. Excalibur seems aged to me. And yeah. is and s- same with Circus Circus. Excalibur and Circus Circus are the aged ones oh, on the, the strip Oh, the Venetian now. is really this trash. The Venetian. I forget that that's a yeah. separate place from the Bellagio. Yeah. But That's yes. 99. That's later, though. Yeah. Interesting. It's like the addendum. I had no idea the Luxor was so early. Yeah, it was. that's what I'm saying. I was like, I don't think you're right. I'm so sorry. No, okay. Not to out-Vegas you. Oh, no. Hey. You Pox know, on your house. Mea culpa. Yeah, yeah, I should be ashamed of myself. Mm-hmm. I mean... I mean, you're a child. You shouldn't have known was, what was happening on the Strip. It's the only thing going on in that place. I, I mean, you know, and just going back and forth. All I remember is, like, landing at airports and then, like, going to, pl- going to places. Yeah. Anyway. I still miss... Feel like missed opportunity not going to like the neon museum. It's fine. I know, but for me, you know, I you know I think you would really enjoy it. Here's the problem with you sometimes. I don't like doing things, and I'm not casting aspersions on you, but yes, it's very much a thing. <coughs> You're thinking of like a museum, right? Where like things are. Oh treated no, with I dignity. expected a a dust bowl. It's essentially outside, a yeah. junkyard where you have to take a tour that people like walk you through. You would really hate the experience, even though you might like the stuff. Right. And also turns out that the stuff is kind of manicured. Broken. It's not like it's like made to look like it was discarded or whatever. You know, it's all very artificial. That's what Vegas's whole vibe is. Right. In fact, I was just having this conversation today because uh, at work we had cause to unpack a certain uh, former Metro Pictures artist's artwork, and it was of an atomic bomb. Can you do the math on that? Is it charcoal? 
Yes. Yeah. And so he's been everywhere though. It doesn't that doesn't really count. My Jack, my Japanese coworker and I, as we do, begin to discuss the uh, ethical implications of the atomic bombings. Okay. But anyway, he at one point asked me, "Hey, have you ever been to the Atomic Museum in Las Vegas?" Because he knows I'm from there and I've been there. And I said, you know, like, he's like, oh, I always heard good things about it. And I was like, you know, it's kind of like a science fair. It's a lot yeah. of foam core. Oh. Like, there's really cool artifacts there. Like, yeah. they have a shell of an atomic bomb that kind of looks like Little Boy, you know? Yeah. Cool. Cool thing to see. Yeah. You know? But if you've ever... It's, call back to Breaking Bad Universe. If you've ever watched the scene where uh, Walter White first meets uh, Badger, he meets him at a similar museum in Albuquerque. Oh, right, 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 right. The, like, alien museum. To drop him yeah. some money or whatever. It reminds me of this. Yeah. Where it's a gimmick. It's just yeah. like, hey, we have one or two cool things that should actually be at the Smithsonian, uh-huh. but we've built an entire museum around, around them. It, and yeah. now it's mostly just, like, foam core. Right. It's mostly just science fair projects. I mean, did you ever go to the... Um... Almost everything in Vegas is like that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But with drywall instead of... Yeah. Yeah. It's a little more production value. Did you ever go to the Great Lakes Science Center? Of course I did, yeah. I remember that being absolute trash, but they had an IMAX theater. Well, I mean, here's the thing. All of this stuff is for children. Right. As a child, I have very fond memories of it because, ooh, they have that, like, electrical ball that you touch and it... They also had it that reaches the lightning to your, like, who cares? but they had a bigger one, you know? Yeah, whatever. You know, I feel like Donald Trump t- touching the orb with the Saudis. Okay. You're like, ooh, ah, you know, it's, like, fun for a second, but then you're like, oh, I'm in the desert. This yeah. sucks. Well... The thing I liked about the Great Lakes Science Center was the IMAX theater. Yeah. Before IMAX was like a thing that was everywhere, mm-hmm. they had one, and it was amazing to watch like something in the round kind of. And I remember watching a documentary about seaweed. Oh. Like kelp. And being huh. like... I think in, that was like the third one that they were like, it's under the sea. And it was the great. The forest of the sea. And you're like, the chicken of the sea? What? Mm-hmm. It was cool at the time, you know, but, like, this was prior to Planet Earth. Yeah. This was prior to a lot of things, and it was great. I'm sure it's dog shit. And, you know, places like that have their value, but, again, that's for children. Right. It's I hard mean, to visit things like that as an adult and be like, yeah, this is good. Yeah, but, like, going to, like, the Natural History Museum here, you're like, I mean, I love a diorama. You know, but mostly because they're, like, antiques. Well, yeah. Like, they're they're of their time, and they're untouched, and you're like, this is cool. You're talking about, like, the Teddy Roosevelt Hall of, of all of his, like, Hell dead animals yeah, from dude. Africa. Yeah, Yeah, I don't want to see bones. Fuck your bones. The I... only reason that that's cool is because it remains in situ as it was installed yes. in 1930. Oh, whenever heavy they... wood, no lights, fucking yeah. love it. Whenever oh. they finally taxidermied everything, and the World Wars hadn't started yet. Yeah. It, it's a reminder of that. That stuff is great. Like... Old school natural history design is very cool and very fun. However, we had this problem in D.C., right? Like you go to a contemporary presentation of natural history and it's dog shit again because it's science fair. Yeah. Hated it. It's spectacleized. We need to have projectors and iPads everywhere and there's reading everywhere. No. Just show me a fantastical landscape where cavemen and dinosaurs inhabit the same universe Okay, maybe not that. But. And, you know, I'm either at the Biblical History Museum in Indiana or I'm in, you know, Teddy Roosevelt's safari. Well, I want to be afraid, orgy. like, the, you know, the saber-toothed tiger, scare quotes, is going to leap out and kill me. You know, like, it has to be so real. That's why, like, the the squid and the, the whale thing is yeah. so terrifying because it's just so dark. And then you're like, ah, it's so big. Oh, no. I don't like it. 
And then you're like, I love it, actually. This is great. And the squid and the whale diorama has the advantage of basically being true. Sperm whales and giant squids like actually do do that. Yeah. What's fun about a lot of it, though, is it's the truth behind the truth, right? Like, there's no actual truth to, like, a saber-toothed tiger inhabiting the same situation as a human being, but it's well, kind they of... they don't have humans with them. They just are like, we're going to kill the gazelle. I understand that the dioramas aren't there, but what it implies is yeah. that, like, it's a threatening thing that's, like, out for... It's, like... It's going to kill you. It's kind of like, not, eh. like, how anything worked. Like, they right. probably didn't even have a really good understanding uh, 90 years ago of what kind of environment oh, it inhabited, no. but yeah. nobody cares. Yeah. You know, I like a hand-painted backdrop. Oh, they're so good. I though. like some yeah. fake plants. The perspective in those is... Buckwild. It's amazing. Oh, yeah, so good. It's just got a great aesthetic. I think science should adopt uh, a more artistic eye towards its findings. You know. Oh, of course. I don't want data. This is my problem. I no. don't. I don't care about data. Give, G- give me a good story. Give me a story so I can feel the data. You know. Mm-hmm. That's right. Like this is what I think. Like, you know, people spend a lot of time. Like, uh, what's it called? Doing like cx or ex or whatever the fuck of like how do you make the experience right so everyone gets the whatever the vibe or the it's like no no no. i need you know museum things when it's like this is a lot of information i'm so sorry but we do have to give it to you because that is our job but we have to like they're like we have to be responsible and label it i'm like you know what i'd never want to read a label this is what dc the national gallery got right they're like fuck a label that's right we don't give a shit well like great we're all in this and the frick does this too they're like we have no labels. I'm so sorry. Good luck. It's on the frame, usually. But if you're dumb, I don't care. Well, look, I take a moderate position on this where I'm like, I do like a label, but here's what I need to know. Is name, in terms of an artwork. Name, name when, where, how. That's it. That's it. I'll fill in all the gaps. Like, trust me as the audience to know a little bit about what I'm looking at. Okay? Like, I can place, you know, if something says 1789 on it, I have a pretty good idea of what was going on around right. that time, and I can like put it in historical context, right? If I've ever heard the name before, maybe I know something about them. Yeah. You know, the title helps me if I don't know the narrative. Great. We can do all the puzzle pieces. Same goes for the Sabretooth Tiger exhibition. Yeah. Give me the scientific name of it, because that's fun to learn, especially for a kid. Like, that's yeah. what I loved as a kid, was like getting obsessed with like what were the names of all the dinosaurs. That's I want to like, know what Stegosaurus is. Yeah. That was all the, that was the only thing I really cared about. I didn't care, like, oh, guess what? All of their plates were actually used for, like, uh, farming solar energy so that what? they could consume less plants or whatever. You I don't know, think that's true. I don't, think I don't know if that's true, yeah. but I'm just I'm just, yeah, regurgitating, like, what I might have learned on some outdated label in 1995 that's now his- inaccurate Bunk, anyway, yeah. which is always going to happen. So, you know, I don't need a paragraph about what you think you know about this thing. Right. What I need is its name. I need when, I need where, and I'm going to I'm gonna do the rest of the work. Yeah. And if I'm really interested, I'll learn your scientific stuff. But keep it to your research papers. Get it out of my face. Yeah, I don't care. I don't want to know. You're also not, like, getting people in, you know? No. Like, I think that's always the big miss when it's like, this is already mostly, an, you know, education is already an alienating experience for the yeah, most part. Yeah. You know, like, when you're dealing with the general public. So, like, making them feel dumb or go, I don't know what that is, by get, trying to explain it fully, just makes you seem, like, highfalutin. And you're like, no, we're trying to get on your level. And it's like, okay, but by even saying that is really dismissive. So you shouldn't do that. 
Well, and in a contemporary context, too, where people don't have any attention spans. Oh, yeah. Rather than have this, like, condescending attitude of we need to reclaim people's attention spans by throwing information at them, how about you actually just go back to the old way, which is give them really minimal information and just let them figure it out? Yeah. That's what they're going to do anyway. If they're interested, they'll Google it. Yeah, exactly. I mean... Everyone has all of the info in their hand. They're actively not using it. Giving them more just hurts your because they're going to be turned off. Yeah, yeah. they're they are going well. They're going to be turned off, and they're going to turn off and be like, "Well, I guess this isn't for me." Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, now we've really lost the you know lost them on it. You know, it, it kind of sucks. But then you know, idiots will be like, "I got to go see the Virgil Abloh show at the fucking." Brooklyn Museum, but that's what the Brooklyn Museum does. They're like, y'all want a hype beast show? We're going to give you 17 of them. And you're like, what if you didn't? Hmm. They're like, well, we got that dinner party. And you're like, I don't want to ever see that. Take it down. Is that bad? What, the Judy Chicago uh, piece? I mean, I don't really... I feel like it's bad. I've talked to like yeah. normal people, and they're like, yeah, that was really bad. I don't need to see vagina plates. I'm like, thank you. Okay, normal people all on the same I page. Mean, you know, the problem with that kind of art all along, like... It's so much square footage for stupid. Well, and it's... That kind of presentation artistically has done a lot of disservice to uh, women that are fighting the good fight. Because, like, at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, I mean, I do think that, like, Bitches making... Bitches be de- decorative plates? Like, oh. Well, m- making art from the perspective of, like... You know, I have a perspective that hasn't been represented here, and I would like it to be seen is a good idea, frankly. Um, but you also have to like match the standards of things that don't care about identity. Right. In other words, you have to entice people. And yeah. you know, there's something enticing about like all the craftsmanship and all of the like scale of that piece. I'm trying to mm. give it the benefit of the doubt here. Mm. Um, but the didacticism of it and the uh, lazy like one to one relationship, yeah between like iconography and materials um, has plagued feminist artists for the last 50 years. What? You know, anybody it, it that's... What? Well, anybody that's been to grad school or even undergrad, like... Plagued or plagued? Plagued. Oh, you said plagued. I went... I mispronounced. Hmm. But you get the meaning, right? Like, yeah. it has bogged down that entire right. project in this weird aestheticization of, like, my own body parts... Well, the funny Which at the end yeah. of the day, like I think like contemporary feminists would criticize as like basically like narcissistic and reductive. Well And the, it's right, that's I, true. I'm having this realization now. Are there chairs at the table? Or not is it sure. Just I don't think so though, but I'm not I don't know. Which that seems a little fucked up, right? Like the, the ladies are just the set dressing. They don't have a chair at the table. Huh. Huh. Well it's G- not guess even that. They'll never just... be chairman of the board of broads. Yeah. <sighs> Title of it. Um, to me, it's just like reduce reducing the entire idea of femininity to like your your sex organs and your uh, historical reduction to the decorative or the domestic. Yeah, um, automatically deprives yeah. like any sense of like universality or personhood from an entire category of people, and then subsequent generations like tend to internalize that and believe that's actually true or, or worse yet believe that that's been foisted upon them when like no one was ever saying that uh, no one asked no one said that <laughs> so, except for another lady know. yeah um yeah well now she she just like does weird like things and has like 
you know, a shock of like purple or blue hair. And I'm like, she's still alive. Yeah. Oh, who would have known? Yeah. Cause she don't make work. Um, she'd be better off with an only fans. Honestly, what then she'd make more money doing what? I mean, doing the same thing that she was doing. Like, look at my dinner plate. Might as well touch it. Error 404 does not compute. Cannot access server. Uh, what? Never mind. Let's move on. Okay, just... Br- Breaking my brain is not, you know... Doesn't always happen, but when it when it do... Oh, boy. I am... Oof. Okay. Wow. Um... Huh. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Moving on. Ah. Sorry. Lightly dehydrated. Slammed a billion coffees and then went, "Mm, I don't need water today. Oops. Um. Yeah. Huh. I had to go to the the tailor today. Yeah. And I I never thought I had to, I would have to re-explain I wanted up one hem length three times to a tailor so i'm worried that i'm gonna have shorts when i get them back is that bad i'm pretty sure i'm gonna have shorts well i thought you had a trusted tailor that you my normal guy wasn't like the normal guy behind the counter wasn't there it was this new guy and i was like oh fuck who are you oh no oh this is and i was like looking i'm like where's my guy where is he at He's not there. Are you talking about Rodriguez right yeah. now? See, the last time I went there and had this done, they just uh, pinched it and pinned it until oh. I said, yeah, that's what I want. Oh, no, I just, I, it was, it's pants, so I was just like one. Well, I'm talking about pants as well. That's the only thing I've ever had done there. Oh. A- and that's how they did it. The young guy did it? I don't know. Oh. I can't remember now. The young um, guy who likes to wear tank tops and I go, what a treat for me. Hmm. Mm. Well. Gotta find joy places. Sure. Um, yeah, I was like, what are you, why are, oh, we're measuring the out seam. That never goes well. As someone who spent many years doing a little light tailoring, out seam, not a thing you measure. It's a mess. So, hope so ev- you're just hoping for hope the Hope everybody likes ankles. And you have a rush order on, apparently. Yeah. Because we're essentially two days out i mean you're gonna have to pick this up on, on thursday. thursday yeah yeah they can do that that fast it's two seams it's okay. fine all right but you, are you gonna have to pay extra for that no oh. 16 dollars to press the suit and chop the pants oh, off great wow inflation hasn't affected the uh puerto rican dry cleaning market at all well you know when the elderly man doing the stitching i'm like well he's not gone blind yet so you know he, he keeps prices low you know and i'm not okay with it he may had he may have gone blind. I took a jacket there one time, and you know they put the little stickers on the stains. I was oh. like, "Hey, I got a grease stain on this jacket. Here it is." And they put these little pink stickers on there, and they're like, "No worries, we got it." And then I got it back, and it was exactly the same. Oh. And I was like, "Um, so, so could you do? not do anything about this, or what happened here?" And they were like, "Yeah, there's nothing we can do about it." But I got the sense that is this like your Taco Bell stain suit? No, no, this is not that. I I have a. Uh, tactical jacket that my mom oh, gifted me right, from right, the park right. service that i got a grease stain on from the elevator at work i mean and i took it there grease. they like, claimed that they couldn't do anything about it but i think they just didn't realize i think that the stickers fell off or something oh. and they just, just didn't spot it, yeah. treat it i don't think i have a guy for that and i was like uh, i guess that's just what it is now yeah 
I don't think I have. Some, oh, the brown coat or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't think I have some because that's a weird. If they thought it was like X fabric and then treated it that way, and they're like, "Oh, it's not that." Oops. You know. Well, uh, in fairness to them, it is a weird fabric. It's a weird like hybrid. You know, it's a tech fabric. It's yeah, tech fabrics are hard with a really hard stain. Maybe they're not equipped for that. It's I mean, they're kind of old school over there. Yeah. I don't even know if that's fixable or not. I don't think it is. What yeah. my point is just that when I picked it up and I pointed this out to them, the young guy that you're talking about, the mm-hmm. one that you're skeptical of, just kind of looked at me and was like, "Ah, eh, there's nothing we can do about it. But I was like, you don't... No, young guy I'm not skeptical of. Old guy. Oh, old guy. Yeah. Well, well okay. I, I do think that, like, when, you know, when you're dealing with, like, new age materials... You know, 1950s atomic cleaning processes are not the move. Yeah, I mean, I don't really know what the move is. There is point. no move. Yeah. Like, any sort of, like, tech fabric thing, like, gim thing, when I get it back from the laundry, I'm like, as soon as I start wearing it, I'm like, it smells gross already. I'm like, how do you fix that? You can't fix it. Because it's a tech nylon that just is a mess. You have to soak it. And who has the time? Well, and here's the whole thing that I embraced around that technical jacket. I realized eventually, you know, it's an obvious point, but that this is a jacket that like a park ranger wears. It's supposed to just get get fucked fucked up. up. Like all of these things, gym clothes, camping clothes, um, outerwear. But we live in a city where an Arcteryx, a $1,400 Arcteryx jacket, if it gets a stain on it, like the cleaners have to deal with it. And Brenda or Steve is going to scream at them. Well, here's what I suspect is that the cleaners don't actually deal with it. The person just buys another one. Most of the time, yeah. I think the people that wear that type of thing, if it gets stained in a way that's offensive to them, are in a position to just get another one. And in fact, they probably are due for one anyway because it's next season already. Right. And what am I doing wearing the, wearing the Arcteryx from 2020? Right. It's about to be 2023. Oh, my God. When I worked in finance, my boss would have patagonias because of course and like he would wear them and then inevitably you would you get a tear in them and like it happens because if you wear it every day sure for two years and he just would return it every year i'm like you have money just buy one why are you being an asshole well you're gonna make someone's day bad eh, no not really i mean I, I don't think that's that controversial of a thing to do, honestly, because mm-hmm. first of all, if if you want to stay rich, that's how you do it. I know. And second of all, like they have lifetime return policies for a reason. Oh, I guess so. the, the people dealing with that don't give a shit at all. And the company's willing to honor that because most people don't actually go through with it. So if you're the type that's like, hey, my L.L. Bean bag is wore out or this or that and you want to contact the company. That's different. L.L. Bean will fix it for you. They're, no, like, I, I they're underst- like, ship it. We'll I understand it. that, Will, but the these jacket companies probably have a very similar policy if you're going to buy a jacket of that caliber. Well, they do They do the thing. I think Patagonian does the thing of like, sure, we'll return it, and then they just like actually fix it, like mend it or whatever, and then resell it. Yeah, or they, just, or they just actually mend it and return it to you, to you or whatever it is. Right. That's why I bought the L.L. Bean boots. I was like, if they ever die, I just go, hello. Yeah. Can I send them to you? Thanks. Well, it makes sense. I mean, even money conscious people that don't have a lot of, uh, ex- you know, expendable income, they uh, do the same thing because it's worth buying it one time and then just putting up with like a three or six week process of having this happen to have your nice thing forever. Back, yeah. I mean, this. yeah. I mean, you're it's not g- that unusual. You know, this is what you're going to deal with with your, your theory shirt. 
what the, there's no way that theory t-shirts are redeemable for new ones they're not going to do that. back in the day that company's not even going to exist in 10 years and you know it uh well they existed okay so they got bought by uniqlo Okay. So in the in the previous iteration, they were they were the shit. So we're talking about like a Chipotle McDonald's acquisition. Yes, correct. Yeah, for middling workwear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but back in the day, ooh baby, ooh baby, that shit was built like a tank. You could fuck with it all day long. Oh, it was beautiful. When Olivier Baskins was designing for them, it was beautiful. Oh, fit like a glove. And then and then. And then, as all the you know, the march of capitalism goes on, and then you're like, "Oh, the beautiful thing is bad." Mm-hmm. No, oh fuck. Yeah, declining standards everywhere. Ugh. You got to squeeze that profit somehow, man. I know that sucks. You got to do the Zoolander thing. Kill the prime minister of Malaysia. Well, I don't need to listen to that song again. I'm so sorry. Well, as our patrons know, Will's a sleeper cell. That's not the song, though. You, I, I don't know <laughs> what it is, but, you know, I'll get triggered one day. Oh, man. I was at the dentist the other day getting my fillings filled. Again? No. Uh, oh, the I same? don't think I talked about this on the podcast yet. Oh, right, it was right. a while back now. It was yeah. over a week ago. But it's been a minute since we recorded it anyway. I but, think it was after podcast. Yeah. But so I was getting my, my fillings filled, and uh, I had my lady doctor... Young Korean woman. I'm just saying, lady doctor. Especially, well, it's, especially dentists. They're not doctors. It's important to the story. Lady dentist. It's an affront to doctors. So I had my millennial Korean dentist. doctor. Doctor. Please don't call Dr. Park anything but doctor. I have nothing but respect for her. I mean, I know a Dr. Park, but she's a doctor. A dentist Park, I don't know her. <laughs> Well, real disrespect to the DDS right now. They have high rates of suicide, you know. You should respect them. Just They do? Yeah. Dentist has the highest rate of suicide of any job. That was at least true in the early 2000s. I don't think that that's might not true. be true anymore. Um, I mean, that's why they go hard at the gums. They're like, fuck you. Fuck, I hate everything. Mm. You're like, uh, I'm bleeding. Well, believe me. Yeah. Okay. So I won't call her a doctor, but you know. Korean DDS, she's going to go hard at the gums. But anyway, yeah. she's going hard at the gums. Uh, and the dental hygienist, who's like a, you know, a mid-40s, like, you Eastern know, block. Hispanic woman from oh. the Bronx. Oh, okay, different. Okay. They're, they're like hovering over me, and they're poking in my mouth. And it's, you know, the dentist is a very intimate situation. It just is, because it, because they're, they're in on you, like really close. And they're fucking around with your mouth, and there's suction, and they're in your face. Like, it just is, man. Okay, all right. They're inside your body, but, like, in a way where you're conscious. It's strange. It's a weird thing. And so I'm... Deep, straight, man. Well, and all you can do is think about it and not talk about it because you can't talk. Because your mouth is being fucked with. Uh Uh-huh. And I'm like, the Korean and the Puerto Rican are fucking with my mouth. There's a, a Korean, a Puerto Rican poke around in an Italian. What do they yeah, find? It, well, right. Um, so this is what's going on. And in the background the entire time, um, I'm trying to throw back to the music theme here. Mm-hmm. It's not Frankie Goes to Hollywood oh. that's activating me. It's Phil Collins because it's the song from American Psycho. What? 
It's the song from American Psycho where he's going on a monologue about how wonderful Phil Collins' like first album effort was while he's setting up for a threesome with two hookers. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say it was the You're In My Heart song from like an animated film. And so all I can think about is that scene from American Psycho, and then I'm being poked at by two women, and I'm like, this is... A f- crazy inversion. Yeah. Like, I am the camera, the whole, because t- he sets up a camera to film all that stuff in that scene. And I'm like, I am the camera right now. And I have no agency and I cannot speak. And, you know, Dr. Park and the agency, other woman you just bite them if they are get, like, if they go a little too hard. You go, what are you doing? Stop it. Hmm, yeah. I They're don't, saying, I mean, don't stare at it, eat it. Why do you insist on break? Okay. Um, oi. Uh, mm, mm. No, I, so, you, so you don't like, so what I'm gathering is you don't like dentists, but you enjoyed your dentist. No, no, when no. You, I yeah. do. I don't mind the dentist one bit, uh-huh. but I do think the dentist is a very cerebral experience. I don't like the sound. I don't like the sounds either. The sound, I, I go, no, no, no. I don't like the sound. I don't necessarily like the feeling, but nobody likes that. It also just doesn't really bother me, though. I like know what it is. It's not something I'm scared of right. or intimidated by. What I think is strange is that you have two people communicating right above you and communicating to you without being able to communicate back. Yeah. It sort of reminds me of like just missing a sentence. Yeah. Like missing your uh, ability to speak it, it gives you some idea of what it would be like to be blind or to be deaf or yeah, something like I that guess, or to yeah. be disabled or impaired. You're where, mild Helen Keller. like, And also when you're with medical professionals, they don't care. They're just like, I've done this 15 times today. You're here at the end of the day. Oh. Like we're just getting this done and we're talking through you and about you while you're here. Right. It almost feels like you're dead. And then when you hear a song from American Psycho and you're like, I have a certain thing in my head, yeah. I would like to like verbalize this, even though, you know, no, in polite you, you society, keep that, you I, keep that to yourself. of course I wouldn't, but it's like, it's funny that this is going on. You're doing this. Right. Like, it, it's a complex situation. Like, it's, it's interesting. I don't mind doing it because it's weird. Okay. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think like, I don't know. I feel like all health things are just a little... A little weird. So, like, you, you kind of, I don't know. That's why I appreciated my uh, phlebotomist at, at doctor. Because I was like, hi. Phlebotomist? The blood taker. Oh, that's what they're called? Yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah. That so- I, to me, that sounds like a steampunk guy in the 1900s that would be, like, piloting a balloon. You would call them a phlebotomist. A phlebotomist, yes. A phlebot with a PH is, oh. you know, the blood drawer. Okay. Um, and I just went, hi. She's like, oh, 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 I can see. Oh, you have great veins. I'm like, thank you. I appreciate that. By the way, you need to make this as fast as possible because I am absolutely terrified of this process. So I'm going to look over here. You have to be fast. And yes, I'm 35 and you're just going to have to deal with it. And she's she just started laughing at me. I'm like, I know. She's like, I'm not laughing at you. I'm like, no, you can. This is absolutely stupid. Fast, fast, baby. Let's go. And she's like, all right, I can see them and, and they're pretty, they're pretty thick. Let's go. And she was like, all right, you're done. I'm like, I'm like, it seems like you took a lot. She's like, I did. But that was fast. She's like, I know I'm good. I'm like, you're fun. I like you. 
Let's well, do, yeah, I mean, she thinks again. you're fun. She appreciates your humor. She's not laughing at you. She's just acknowledging that, like, very few people that are afraid of this would make a, a scene, a joke about it. Oh, no, a lot of people would make a scene, but the scene you're making is a nice um, coping mechanism and a nice way of deflecting this. I literally was like, I don't like, care how hard it hurts. The faster you get it done, I do not care. Yeah. Well, you know, what you're doing is brave in a sense because you're like, I'm a coward. I'm going to acknowledge it. That's my way of dealing with it. Now do your job. Do it fast. And she's like, no one ever says that. Yeah. Either people like try to hide it I think and it's then mostly, they make yeah. a scene or they don't hide it and they make my job harder because they're shaking or and they're visibly being, nervous. Yeah. And you're just like, no, I can handle this, but I hate it. Oh, I was probably shaking, but I was like, no, no, no. I'm turning my head. She's like, are you sure? You? I'm like, no, 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 fast. Get it done. She's like, okay. Shit, no one ever tells me that. Well, you know, I wonder how much your fear of needles or injections is has been overcome. I feel like a lot of what you're describing is self-constructed at this point. Because, you know, every average person... Like, for example, when I was at the dentist and they were giving yeah. me Novocaine shots, oh. I closed my eyes, too. Novocaine, you don't feel, and you just close your eyes. And well, like... but it's not because of not feeling it. It's because the idea of, like, this tiny needle going into my mouth and, like, watching it happen... Bitch, it's huge. What are you talking about? The point is that watching it happen is scary for everybody, I think. Like, nobody yeah. likes that kind of invasion, you know? Yeah. It's not... It's not um, it's not pleasant to be penetrated non-recreationally. Okay. Like at any time. Like yeah. really think about that. Mm-hmm. It, you're either being stabbed or you're having like a medical procedure happen. Something bad is happening to you. Yeah. Something traumatic. So what I'm saying is it's totally normal to like just close your eyes and like avert your gaze. Um, so I think you're kind of over it is what I'm saying. I think you had a childhood fear of it that might not have been controllable, but now you have an adult mind. Yeah. Which is totally capable of rationalizing the situation and going, hey, this is going to happen. I need it to happen. There's nothing I can do about right. it. Yeah. So just close your eyes in the future, maybe. I think it's funny that you tell the the jokes and stuff. Well, Maybe do that, too. But I also, That's a nervous tick. You have to do it. I guess what I'm getting at is, like, I wonder if one time you didn't try to mention it and you didn't try to think about it too hard, it would... Hmm. Your fear wouldn't be there. You don't have a fear anymore. You I, used to have one. Oh, no, I still deeply dislike it, so I'm going to make everyone know I'm displeased. But I'm mm. giving in. Okay. But I am displeased. Yeah. You know, I, I think that, you know, which is funny to people. They're like, you know, because most people are just like have fear of any sort of, med- even doctor, like people who are afraid of doctor. I'm like, what are they? they're just going to polish the shit out of you. I don't know. Why is there fear? Like to the point where we now have millennial pink things where they give you Bose sound canceling headphones and let you watch like housewives while someone goes to town. I'm like, just close your eyes and deal with it. It's routine maintenance. You just do it. Make it as comfortable for yourself as possible, but don't be rude. Like putting on headphones while someone's trying to poke at you. Like, so they'd have to be like, how are you feeling? You're like, what? Oh, I'm fine. Like, no. Right. Just you sound like Lisa Renna while you're watching her. Insane. No, you sound like Kim Kardashian's mom after she got the bad lip job. Look mm. like a fucking fish. That was what I was getting at, but anyway. They're different people. Not really. On a technical, like, uh, what's it called? Um, archetype scale, you're correct. But on a 
they are different people yes um archetypes same thing hmm well i'm sorry i disturbed your phenomenology of rich of, white ladies yeah yeah <laughs> you know i don't know enough but i i know enough you know which that's 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 that that's it um yeah did i have anything else i feel like i had other things i don't know I mean, we're at 57 minutes. I'm totally oh, really? fine with making this short. But. Oh, this can be short then. Oh, what is that? Nope, that's different. Um, no, I don't. Ooh, oops. I thought I came with things. It was so good when you had the list. I know. I, I, d- I didn't have time to formulate one. Obviously, no. we didn't even really have time to do this. That's no. why we're shoving it in late at night. And I'm going to need you to uh, put it together tomorrow because I don't have time to do it. What? Yeah, you have the day off. You got to... I'm running your errands tomorrow. I understand, but that's one thing. You think I I go to the city and only do one thing? Excuse I also me. know for a fact that you're going to sleep late. No. I have a conference call. And then I have to go to Gim because I didn't go this morning. Okay, well, you can do all these things. I'm, a- I'm asking for 20 minutes of your time. It We're- takes me an hour to listen to 57 minutes of... Thing. You don't need to listen to the whole episode. Oh, I do. Okay, well, if it takes you an hour, it takes you an hour. But here, here's the thing. We're on episode whatever, 168. Um, I've put in between 20 minutes and one hour that many times. Minus five. I think I've done five. Okay. <laughs> we can even minus the five. <laughs> I'll give you the five. Do the math on how many hours that is. That's a lot. It would be nice if you could do it. If you absolutely decide not to, well, I'll do it in the evening. Maybe I don't do care. The, I yeah. don't care when you do it. I'm just. I'm just saying. Hey, you have a day off. Could you please just maybe? I'll could try. you please do that? I'll try. Trying is half the battle. Okay. I'll have intent to do it. All right. Uh, that's all <laughs> I can ask. Really, from you, <laughs> that's all I can ask at this point, and, and that's fine. That's okay. With intent. With intent. <laughs>